y'all and welcome to another episode. You know when you get on the phone with your best friend and you kind of just talk about everything and nothing at the same time? Basically, it's just a big hot mess. Well, that's what the beginning of this episode is. Me and Kelsey started recording before we actually got into the episode content. We left some of it in in case you might find it amusing. If you don't, you can just skip to 11 minutes and 55 seconds. I'm literally sitting at my desk. The kids are in front of me at this table of girls who are just talking about things that they shouldn't talk about. And one of them's like, what if you're pregnant? My other one's like, you can't get sex from a hot tub. It's like, you can't get pregnant from a hot tub. And they were like, no, you totally can. And I pipe in, right? Because I'm not about to fall, like let fake news spread. And I'm like, you can't get sex from a guy. I didn't say from a guy coming you in a hot tub. You but can't get sex. Oh, such a struggle today. You can't get pregnant from a hot tub. Is what I was saying. I feel like, I, didn't we ha- have like a whole season of Glee on this exact principle? Remember, Quinn got pregnant. Yeah, I think Puck. But was she dating like Corey? That- yeah, she was not dating Puck. But she told her boyfriend that they got pregnant in the hot tub. And no. they hadn't had sex yet. So she, and, and she was pregnant. And I was like, yeah. The whole and thing. She was just, and she was just like messing around with him in that hot tub, I assume. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. You want to hear the thing that I was laughing at on my phone? Yes. I popped on Hinge because it's been a minute. I literally like go on once, forget about it for like two weeks. But you can't forget about it for two weeks because then you unmatch with those people. There's only so many attractive people out there. So this person popped up on my profile. They liked my answer. This is their bio. Green flags I look for. Watching hamster mazes on YouTube. Honestly, though, that tells me a lot about them, and I like it. What are your age settings? What do you mean, what are my age settings? Why does he look like he's 14? I don't know. But he certainly looks that way. I don't know. I think it's a 24 to 33, which, honestly, I feel like I need to pull that up. The 24. Young people scare me. After Daddy Dougal. No, no, no. He doesn't scare me. No, it's 24. I mean, like, oh, after, after- yeah, after Daddy Dougal. If Daddy Dougal would pull through. Yeah. Pull out. <laughs> oh, my God. The jokes are just going to keep coming. I'm just not going to be able to help myself. Oh, my God. The bloopers are already just, you know, filling in. <laughs> I can never let my parents hear this. Oh, my God. Also, can we talk about the fact that I thought that I was teaching detention today? But um, in reality, the vice principal's out with COVID, so therefore there is no detention. But just once again, no one decided to tell me, just like Spirit Day, when I dressed up for Spirit Day, and no one else was dressed up. So secretly, I was hoping that Daddy Dougal was going to pull through real quick, because I told him two dates. Two flipping dates is all it was going to take to make me exclusive. Because let's be honest, I like being exclusive, right? Yeah, and if it was if it was gonna bail, then it would have been like whatever. So I wasn't mad about being exclusive with a re- potential of a relationship like that. I had him telling me, "I want to take you to Alaska and fuck under the northern lights." I'm sorry. Please take me to Alaska. Also, he. I'm just like really starting to doubt my not doubt myself at this point, but I'm wondering like, is it the long con? Right. Like at this point, it's like you were so good in so many ways. Are you conning me? I don't know. Am I being con summer? 
I would say no, except for the fact that he ghosted you. You know, that's the one that part that's just like so sus. If he was great in person and then great after, great. But the fact that he was almost too good in person. It wasn't too good. Okay. But he was really good. It was so good. Makes me so disappointed. And and then like at this point, I'm thinking myself, okay, let's say that he like redeems himself, right? What's it going to take for him to redeem himself first off? Right? Because I don't want to give up on him, which is kind of shitty to me. But like if he full on like redeems himself, then I'm not going to be mad. I think he just has to change the pattern. Like right now you've had like, what was it? Each time after you guys have hung out, you've had minimal contact. Mm -hmm. So he just has to change that. Because that's the issue. The issue, it's not like he did something really egregious that he has to, that you have to make up for. It's like, you're doing a behavior that I want you to stop. So he just stopped behavior. Yeah, it's true. And just, uh, the whole, I work super long days and I'd love to just like sit on the couch with you and fall asleep at night. How many times have I told you that that's all I want to freaking do with my life? Great. Right? And he's like, you can go out. I just, I'm not going to go out, but I'm fine with that. Green flag. All the green fucking flags. I'm about to fight a bitch. On me too. So, and I was supposed to hang out last night. Anyway, so he didn't bail on me. It was like, that may be going to happen kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And just like massive kudos to him. He communicated with me. Just the bare fucking minimum. Not at all bitter. But he like got to the point where he was like, I think if I showed up at this point, it'd be like well past your bedtime. Because we established like early in the night. Or like earlier in the day, that was like 10 o'clock. That is my reasonable, I should be in bed by then. And he was like, I'm not going to be able to make it by 10 o'clock. Like we should, we should do tomorrow night. And I said, so I'm going to ask my doctor tomorrow. Yeah. For STD tests. Do I also not ask him for a pregnancy test? You're on the IUD. It's going to kill me, Summer. You're not, you're not pregnant. No, but you know what I hate? This is a personal problem. Of course, this is all a personal problem. I hate, like, like, I checked my, I checked my strings. Like, after your period, check your strings, right? I remember every once, every three periods, right? cool great fantastic what the hell am i supposed to be feeling how do you know if it's sideways how do you know? i read one book about this poor girl she had sex and her iud got messed up after her period like she didn't check it after her period and then she got pregnant and ever since then it's just stuck in my brain okay it's also a book mm, it is a book and i bet it was crucial to the plot it was crucial to the plot how many absurd things happen in romance novels? A bajillion. Bajillion. I don't want to discredit your anxiety, but I also don't want to play into the possibility that you could be pregnant because it is so infinitesimally small. That was a really beautiful way to say it, and I thank you for it. You're welcome. I wrote out my whole schedule for this year in terms of like <laughs> this when I need, year? yeah in terms of like when they need to finish what books and get them to beta readers editors all that okay 
you know that sound that's like yeah that's sound. she's sweet but she's psycho and it's like just that or something mm-hmm. a little crazy i'm so proud of you i have to finish i don't have to but i'm choosing to finish stolen secrets which is the new title it's a great nice story I, I voted for that one yeah it, it seems to be conclusive with the few people who have endorsed <laughs> it um i think end of march maybe and then have that coming out in like june and each one each book release is going to be like around the time of a box which i have to like get on top of did i tell you i want to do a box i want to do like a subscription box okay crazy like you're gonna put it out yeah i want it to be all like minority or woman creators and any clothing i want to have extended sizes included and do full-size items not just like little gimmicky things then around november i'm going to release that a novella which is it's gonna be a holiday novella with all three of the couples then also there's people who like want to be able to like buy their favorite books and paperback but they don't want naked men all over their bookshelf mm-hmm. and they're just really pretty or they like want to read it in public mm-hmm. oh i would just i'd wear the half naked man that'd be like one of those videos where it's like 56 different recipes for your boyfriend's come like that would be what have you never seen those have you never seen those videos no no 56 different recipes for your boyfriend's come do you cook with me oh god okay i can't believe you haven't seen the video that makes me look like an absolute fool i'm like getting the cosmopolitan magazine vibe so basically the video goes like this girls in a school library like a college university library there's a bunch of guys all secret recording she breaks out a book right opens it up right in front of her face 56 different recipes for your boyfriend's club and then they zoom in on the guys who are like elbowing each other like do you see this and they're like trying not to crack up as she's just like mindlessly just like flipping the fingers i can't believe you've never seen this no oh god it's so good they do like different funny ones like people on the subway things like that it's not always just about cum but like it's good it's good that's funny it reminds me of um i was in the vagina monologues at my school yeah one of them that i was in it starts off with quoting actually cosmopolitan magazine sex tips and one of them was like to put like a donut around your man's like dick and like eat around it and then another one was (laughs) was sprinkle black pepper under his nose right before he comes you're shitting me let me just break out my pepper grinder babe babe you're close okay let me just (laughs) how was it better do you feel it? Do you feel a spice that I'm trying to bring to our life right now? Ah, uh, but I'm cheating for the for the pun there. <laughs> Damn, so funny. That's so good. <laughs> Before we dive into this episode, I want to let you guys know that sexual assault and consensual non-consent, as mentioned briefly in this episode. Hello, and welcome to the HEA Book Club, where we read Romance with Friends. 
My name is Kelsey. And I'm Summer O'Toole. I write romances and am a co-host of this awesome, awesome podcast with my best friend, Kelsey. Woo! So today we're going to be talking about smutty novellas, which are kind of the, I wouldn't say they're like the backbone of smutty romances, but they are a very, they're like a crutch. They're a very comforting crutch in the spicy book world. Would you agree? Absolutely, especially after considering the series that I read this week. Like, they're just quick, fun, hot. They're like, I know, okay, so the series that I read this week was by Whitney G, and it was called the Coffee Reads. Like, steamy Steamy coffee coffee reads. Yeah, steamy coffee reads. So that's exactly what it was. Like, I could sit down. Granted, I wasn't drinking a cup of coffee, but I was, like, in the bath, and, like, I could almost get through an entire book and just enjoy myself in that little space and time. Absolutely. It's like when you want to watch something mindless, like mm-hmm. not episode of The Office that you've seen 20 billion times. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice analogy. So we'll dive into our books, which were The Masked Men Holiday Series by Molly Doyle, which is what I read. It was a reverse harem, dark romance novella series. And then Kelsey, as she said, read Steamy Coffee Reads by Whitney G. But before we do that, let's dive into our weekly thoughts. Oh, okay. So I'm really excited to share this weekly hot. Summer, can I go first? Yes, please. I just realized that I just like dove in, but I'm stoked because I'm about to put Summer on blast. Love you to death. We're about to put you on blast. Okay, so I heard it. I mean, and I was so mortified. <laughs> okay. I had to, like I couldn't sleep. I was so okay. I'll just let you tell the story. You couldn't sleep? I was, okay, oh, no, 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 not like for too long, but I, I couldn't go <laughs> to bed right away. I was just so, mor- I haven't been that mortified. Oh no. Since I don't know when. Oh my goodness. I don't know when. Okay. I, I feel a little bad, but I'm like still going to continue. Yes. No, please. It's, oh, it's a gem. Okay. Okay. So here I am, 5 p.m. Texting my newest boo thing and he is texting me all the sexy things were planned for a really awesome night out like very very awesome night out summer was there she got the play-by-play even I'm not like there at no. the sexy night out <laughs> no just the precursor of me being like summer this is what they said next and this is what they said like what do you think <laughs> we we chatted it through it was great she helped me pick out my outfit i was feeling on top of the world here comes the date still feeling on top of the world everything's great we're like moving and grooving and I text Summer because Summer wants to see this person. So I'm like, Summer, FaceTime me right now. So Summer, what do you do? Okay. In my defense, the text I received after knowing that you were out with a new man mm-hmm. who you've gone on one date with, but you never know how things can downward spiral. So I get a text from you that says, how's a good time to FT me? No, now's a good time. Did I misspell it? Yes. Oh, jeepers. So okay. I was looking at that text and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I read it over again, read it over again. And I go, now's a good time to FaceTime me. So I think, oh, she wants me to FaceTime her. She needs an out. So I call you. You seem surprised that I'm calling you. So then I get confused. <laughs> we have Daddy Dougal in the background, who is <laughs> Mr. Toolbox Man's new nickname. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he gives some strong diet doodle vibes. 
but I would say much, much hotter. So, oh, thousand percent. Thank God for that. Thank God. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, I was going to say, Sarah, we love you. We love Daddy Dougal, but I got a one upper right over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so Daddy Dougal's in the background. Kelsey <laughs> picks up the phone. It's like, hey, like, what's up? And I'm confused because I thought you were, you know, in a panic mode. I'm not expecting to see him there. So I'm stunned. I don't know what to say. And you go, well, what's up? Like, you FaceTime me? Is everything okay? And I, I'm like, uh, you told me to FaceTime you. And you're like, what? And I was like, did you not text me? Now is a good time to FaceTime you? And you were like, I, nope. But you're like, I can't hear you. Is I think what I said right there because oh, yeah. I'm trying to cover up your voice. Can I just, I just got to pause. I just got to take a moment. Summer, if I'm calling you to FaceTime me as a rescue, you do not say, you told me to FaceTime you. No, you FaceTime me and you say your mother died. You say your dog died. You said, I have an emergency and I need you to come here instantly. You don't say, you told me to give you this out. We need to practice. <laughs> it was thrown on me. <laughs> it was thrown on me. I didn't know what to do. Because I, was, I wasn't expecting him to be there. And then you act so confused that I was like, did you, like, maybe this was a butt dial? Because oh, the text, acting. Acting, text my friend. only made a half sense. <laughs> oh, okay. With the text having misspelling, which is very, very unlike me, I give, you, I give you credit for that. I wasn't aware of that part of the story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, guys. So um, that's my weekly hot that I just really needed to share. The date, spicy to levels that aren't even written about. They're probably written about, but I just haven't seen a book particularly written about this yet. It was great, but I just really needed to bring in my little comical relief, which was summer of that evening. God. (laughs) I am just so mortified. I am mortified for you. I'm mortified for myself. This whole situation I'm getting like secondhand embarrassment from, but it wasn't even secondhand. Like it was just me. Oh, my goodness. That was so good. So good. Um, okay, so that was my weekly hot slash comical relief summer. Hit me, hit me with yours. <laughs> I think my weekly hot was probably from one of the books I read, which okay. was Melt for Us. The first book is called Scream for Us. The second book is called Melt for Us. And they had this very well done CNC, consensual non-consent scene, which I've been wanting to read some CNC. But I just haven't gone around to it yet. And I wasn't, I didn't know it was going to be in this book. So it was a pleasant surprise. I actually really enjoyed it. And it was also very well done. The way it was written was framed really well. And because it was a novella, you know, you can't really stretch out certain things. Mm-hmm. The author had to keep the context short and succinct. And I think she did a really well, good job of explaining what the trauma was from the main character's past assault, why she wanted to do CNC and how it unfolded and how it made her feel and heal from it. So Mm -hmm. it was really, it was well done. That seems really powerful. It was good. Dang. Okay. Do you want to tell me more about your books? I feel like we just dove into it a little bit. Why don't you get off? Let's go for it. There is from Molly Doyle. So it's two books. It's called the Holiday Masked Men series. 
The first one's called Scream for Us, and it's based off of Halloween. And the second one is Melt for Us, and it's based around Christmas. And I've seen these books all over Book Talk. And I thought, because the first one is Halloween, Quinn, who's the main character, goes to this Halloween party. And she meets these three guys, and they are all wearing masks. And I knew that was kind of the initial premise, but I didn't know that they ever took their masks off. Mm -hmm. But about halfway through, or maybe even less than halfway through, they take off their masks. And I was pleasantly surprised by that. I think it added a more human or intimate part to the book instead of just the spicy group sex scenes. It was also in that dark romance territory where the guys are super territorial, and, like kill anybody who touches her. But do, do they actually kill? Yeah. Oh, shoot. This wasn't just an analogy. Okay, this is, we're back into Summer's Mafia love. Okay, I'm, I'm tracking. On principle, the book, like, doesn't really make any sense. It's this <laughs> girl who, she starts off by saying, I can't believe I'm going to a Halloween party. Really, all I want to do is, you know, stay at home and read my smutty books. Fair. So she kind of presents herself as this homebody, not really too adventurous. But she goes to this Halloween party and she wants to just have fun for one night. Mm -hmm. And she definitely does that, but she ends up getting in this very intense relationship with three men. I think they're college-aged, and the second book kind of picks up where the first book left off. There's some illusion that the men had been maybe watching her or, like, wanting her for a while beforehand, but this is her first time meeting them. But it's very just, like, wham-bam. <laughs> thank you ma'am like so many romance reasons mm -hmm. but it did the job it was I was surprised by how tender some of the parts were so the I mentioned some of the like CNC part but other than that there was a lot of moments where maybe she would get upset over something and the guys would be like do you want to talk about it like oh you feel better and just really tender sweet moments mm -hmm. but then they were also like railing her eight different ways to sunday <laughs> so <laughs> it was good I mean, there was also, yeah yeah there was also some mm scenes in the second book which were also well done it was just really well done smut basically the plot was there but kind of irrelevant mm -hmm. molly is coming out with a full-length novel with these characters so i'm excited for that i probably will read it there'll probably be more plot to that i would rate it definitely a five out of five in terms of just you know like super kinky multiple partners mm -hmm. kind of hits all those five star spice criteria overall rating i would give it a seven I really enjoyed it. There wasn't anything like particularly special that made me go like, oh my God, wow, this is like an eight, nine, ten. Mm -hmm. But it was such a pleasant, enjoyable read that I wouldn't give it less than a seven. I feel like it's really hard to give novellas that high of a rating because there's so many plot holes oftentimes. Yes. So like you're there and like what gets it past just that nice smutty rating and that just like really beautiful writing rating is like you need... Wow, what just came out of my mouth? You need that really beautiful writing rating. That's a tongue twister. Okay. You said it right the first time. Oh, it just sounded like a blur to me. Like I was yeah. talking a mile a minute. 
Either way, you need that character arc is what I'm really trying to say in words that I feel like I can say. <laughs> and that character arc is often missing in those novellas. Yeah. I'm glad that the spice was there, though. It almost feels like a nice, steamy read. You could read it, get yourself in the mood, and then go hook up with your partner. It was it was on almost every other page. So I know, because I've read Whitney G's novellas, the ones that you're going to talk about soon. Mm-hmm. And there is amazing tension throughout. But there's maybe only like one or two high spice scenes mm-hmm. towards the end of the book. So there is maybe more of that like cake dark and a little bit more plot. This one was just straight up. Like ends one sex scene, then the next chapter is the beginning of another one. <laughs> but does the job and it was well written, especially for some of the darker elements that the author tackled in such a concise period. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Okay, so give me okay, your ratings again. They were five out of five for spice, right? Mm-hmm. And then seven out of ten overall. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like I say this in every episode, but it sounds like I should read this book. <laughs> <laughs> you probably I really should it it was they're really short mm-hmm. really good just just super easy you know how last episode i talked about the highland gladiator mm-hmm. and how it was an easy read yes but it was kind of just like it was an easy read that was like the only redeemable fact about it this book it was an enjoyable easy read where i just zoomed through it if there was another one in the series, I would have read it. Beautiful. Okay. I'm, I'm vibing. I get it. All right. Tell me about your books. It was the Steamy Coffee Collection series by Whitney G. There's three books in the series. The first one is Naughty Boss. The second is Dirty Doctor. And the third is Cocky Client. So I'll give you a quick premise for each of them. Naughty Boss is basically this girl gets hired and her boss sucks literally he's such a dick blah 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 really he just likes her and he's trying to get her to go out so that way you know he's trying to kick her out of the office kick her out of the job so that way he can finally hook up with her and what ends up happening is this girl sends her best friend's emails which some are can you even imagine if some of the like emails or text messages that we sent to each other went to the wrong person okay i remember this book and i remember just thinking you and me we, we can barely go to the bathroom without one of us texting each other about it. Like, we are so involved in each other's lives and back and forth, all the updates, play-by-play play of whatever we happen to be doing in the moment. Yes. But some of these emails were, like, dirty. I would not text you that. It's, it was almost like sexting to, like, her friend. She was sexting to her friend. That's a really, that's a really good way to put it. Okay, so she was, for lack of better words, sexting to her friends about her boss or to her friend about her boss and sent the email to her boss and at this moment in time the boss is like oh hell yeah she wants me i want her you know things develop from there there's always like that nice little like resistance that tension but it moves from that point forward okay yeah second book dirty doctor there is main doctor he's the head of this giant private practice he's a really big philanthropist summer say the word for me philanthropist philanthropist Yes. Okay. He's a really big philanthropist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's one of those. And he, okay, he's great. He's a great guy. He's kind of an asshole, but he's actually really nice and has that nice soft heart that we love. He ends up hiring on an intern who's a girl that he had 
a one night stand with? Yeah, he had a one night stand with her. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I read these books real fast. Pretty sure they had a one night stand. And then, oh, wait, hold on. I got to back. That's the cocky client. Yeah, no, they did have a one night stand. Thank you. You're more on top of it than I am. They didn't have a one night stand. They were texting each other back and forth on this dating app and they were like 100% match. And there's no such thing as 100% match, but they were it. So philanthropist doctor ends up hiring this intern and they work in the same office. There's all this tension. And lo and behold, he just slowly but surely helps her through, you know, her internship, getting her hours. That way she can become a doctor. They definitely end up fucking. There was this whole thing about like her not being able to give pap smears and then him helping her be able to give pap smears by like demonstrating on her like in the doctor's office. So they basically just like screwed in like every single patient doctor room. Like, is this hygienic? Definitely not. But it's a sexy, smutty story. That's a novella. So of course they were having sex in that room. Like, why not? Props to Whitney G for making pap smears sexy. I, yeah, serious kudos to that one. Everybody, friendly reminder to get your pap smear. Yeah. And thank you for helping me think about something else next time I get my pap smear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, finally, there was Cocky Client. And this is the one that I just butched the the intro or the explanation of. This is the one where really awesome publisher, she's a badass female, ends up taking on this really cocky client. Cocky Client. And she... Sorry, y'all, I just can't speak today. <laughs> she takes on this cocky client and he is just like a playboy and he wants her so bad, like so, so bad. And they had hooked up once before, but she gave him the wrong name or, you know, she was just like, she was holding a persona that night, which they hooked up. So from that point on, there was just all of this tension as per usual. And it was just a qu- quick, quick, steamy read. And my quote of the week actually came from that particular series. Or not that series, that part of the book. That version of the book. Yikes. Okay. So. It's only Monday. I know. This is like a hard course. I'm struggling. Okay. So Penelope is the main female character. She's talking to her best friend, Sean, on the phone. So this is another chance of like overhearing something that you shouldn't. So Penelope talking on the phone. Trust me. It's not that I don't want to fuck Ryan Dalton. I said, leaning against the window. Because I totally do, and I feel like every day I've spent here is a lost day of having him again. I just think we're trying our best to fight it and remain professional. At this point, I honestly don't think he would fuck me. He would. I gasped at the sound of Ryan's deep voice and slowly turned around. (laughs) So, there's some good moments like that. You feel it? Totally feel it. Also, in the doctor book, aren't there names in the dating app? different yes they are they don't realize that they're the same people yeah one of them's like dirty doctor 69 and the other one's you know like something else that's just it's very much like this is your first am aim aol name and like you're just kind of sticking to it but adult version when i was i don't know maybe eight or younger i wanted to get my own email oh and i was gonna do spy kids forever um, oh, no. I remember my mom was like, Summer, you might not want to do that. You should pick one that you're going to want forever. And then I was like, I'm always going to want my guess. <laughs> did, did you like, an idiot. idiot. <laughs> did you get that email or did you get a different one? No, I didn't. I don't think I even ended up ever getting an email until 
<laughs> later. There's often times when our moms are right and we don't realize it. Mm -hmm. Maybe ever. I realized this time she was correct. Spy Kids Forever wasn't quite going to be your uh, business email one day. Any which way, Spy Kids, novellas, we're all over the place today. <laughs> Let me give you my ratings. Ratings on the smut level, the sexy spice level, three out of five. As Summer said, the smut doesn't really happen until the end of the book or it happens in the beginning and then it doesn't happen for a while. So the character arc is excellent, which is why I'm giving it a seven out of 10 overall. They were just, they were really well done in the sense of like, I was thinking about it after I read each one and I was like, could this book be longer? And I was like, no, not with the way that it was written. It couldn't be longer. So for that, like, it's really sometimes challenging to get a book and its characters to just like perfectly fill up the time frame. And Whitney G did an awesome job with that. So 10 out of 10 on that, Whitney G. I would second that. I read these books many, many months ago, maybe almost a year now. I remember feeling really satisfied at the end of each one. Mm -hmm. And they were like bathtub reads. Like I read two in the bathtub and I read one over a spaghetti dinner that I made myself. So I actually just might have to pick up some more novellas for moments like that, where I just want to like peace out for just an hour and just enjoy my time. So I shared my quote. I don't think you shared yours though. I did not. And I want to hear, especially since I think I want to read this book series. Okay. I have a few. Okay, so this is, I think, like, one of the first things that the, there's kind of one guy that she meets first and that she seems to maybe have a stronger connection with. Mm -hmm. So this is what he says to her after he basically first met her. He says, I've been watching you all goddamn night and I want to fuck the sadness out of you until you're screaming in ecstasy while coming around my cock. Tender, but nasty <laughs> in so, all the best ways do you know the song blue ain't your color i don't know the i don't know the artist it's a country song i think i do like they're at a bar he sees this girl blue ain't her color she's real sad and he's like you could be beautiful if someone hadn't wrecked your heart oh. this is what it's making me think of in the terms of like no like i could fuck that sadness out of you but like country yeah. version. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman version versus the masked men at a Halloween party. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> that also reminds me of a song that is in the playlist for the book I'm currently writing. And the lyric is like now you're broken just like your heart that was made of glass but now it's like made of titanium it's like something ugh, i just butchered it anywho it's a really good song but, <laughs> but <laughs> i just have to look this up now because that please please look that up because i feel like you just butchered like six different songs right there like I was getting some like Katy Perry maybe some like pop I was getting some like alternative down there what are we what are we listening to so this is like the opening line which really made me think of my characters because they're grumpy sunshine mm -hmm. second chance a little out of enemies to lovers the opening line is will you ever be softer than this would you ever cry with me 
Will you ever get tired of this? Would you ever lie with me? Will you ever be softened in this part? I really like the part that I was just butchering. You grew up, you grew up too fast. You got no use for being used and your heart was made from glass. Now it's titanium infused. You grew up too fast and you got no use for being used and your heart was made from glass. Now it's broken just like you. Okay. That sounds a lot better in the song version. I mean, I, b- I believe that, but I'm also just trying to like picture the words just as the poetry that they are. And that's, that definitely evokes some emotion. And I can see how it makes you think of the series and that in particular, that quote that you just read a couple minutes ago. It's a really hauntingly beautiful song. Send it my way. I'd like to hear. I'll also include the playlist in the show notes. Oh, please. Did you have another okay. thought that you wanted to share with us? Oh, this is another one of those tender moments where the TikTok sound that keeps jumping into my head is like, how nasty do you like it? You know? <laughs> but it's a tender moment? I'm sorry. I'm getting some like dual blade here, business here. Exactly. Okay. But then also like a sprinkle of consent, which we love. I plan on fucking you both violently and passionately all night long. He coldly warns, eyes narrowed. I'm giving you 10 seconds to leave. Oh, so good. Oh, this part, this part I like actually laughed out loud at. It's not supposed to be funny, I don't think. But (laughs) these guys just went on a murderous rampage for this girl that they just met. (laughs) And the like book sort of ends on this note where the main character, it's from the guy's perspective. He says, she's my new obsession and she doesn't have the slightest clue. And I'm like, sir, (laughs) sir, I think she knows. (laughs) I think I just murdered a village for her, so I'm pretty sure she has a general idea. Yeah, like the gist. She's got the gist. <laughs> um, I would I would have laughed too if I had read that, being like, mm. I don't think we can state any more of the obvious at this moment in time. Like there were a lot of points in this book that could have been really cliche, mm-hmm. and the author got around it and like, didn't make it too tacky or cliche. Oh, but that was just one of those things where I just have to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> because you that like that quote, you knew the the intent, the sort of like the dun dun dun. <laughs> but intent, I was like, sorry, she knows. <laughs> okay, this part I think is my favorite one overall. Okay, ready. This is from the guy's perspective. We wouldn't just give her the world; we'd give her the skin off our bones. So the last quote you read to me, I like kind of like had like a jaw drop moment, but for this one too, but in a different way. This is like what a Highlander says to you when he's proclaring, professing his love. He'd say it in Gaelic too, and it would be just like hot as hell. The whole like you have the protection of my, my whole clay, my body, Mm -hmm. my life if needed. Dang. Okay. I'm I'm driving. You'll have to tell me which one was your favorite, so that way next time I have a bath, I can enjoy myself. I don't know if I can choose. Oh, okay. Well, then send me the whole series. Now I may all get through it in like a couple of lunch times. Like not even. You have to in like one bathroom break. <laughs> they're really short. <laughs> okay, but they're good. But they're good. 
think we may have hit everything already. I think so too. I, okay. One thing that we definitely need to talk about still is both our giveaway and because we're in a new month, we have a new charity. Oh yeah. So, so Summer, you picked the charity for this month. So tell us about it. So the charity for this month is Literacy for Incarcerated Teens. And it's based off of, out of New York City. They support and donate library collections for New York City's juvenile justice detention centers, as well as residential facilities. All of their books and the libraries that they help support are curriculum-approved books and reading materials for kids aged from 8 to 17. They also coordinate author visits and peer-directed book discussions to encourage passion for reading. While I was researching this, there was also a quote shared from somebody who created a similar type project, but I couldn't find that project, so I'm not sure if it's still active. This one is, and again, all the links will be below in the show notes. But the person who created that other similar project was formerly incarcerated as a teen and one of the things that he said was that when you're inside you don't really have any outlets and you can read the same books over and over again but the thing that's going to keep you straight and keep you engaged and not getting in trouble is having an escape through books and I know so many people on the outside find so much joy and escapism through books that you can only imagine how critical those are for people's mental health inside as well when you don't have that freedom absolutely giving them like that support and push so that when they're when they're released they have literacy they have education and it's really setting them up for something better that seems like a really awesome charity that we're going to be able to give to this month yeah i'm super stoked i used to live in Louisiana and they had a books to prison program which was it's in a few different states it's not in Georgia where I live now so once I moved I kind of stopped being involved with it but they had a books to prisoners which was it was adult facilities but it was this whole collection of we'd go to this person's house they had their entire basement was just filled with books they're all organized and people would write in and ask for certain things Um, And then you would go and pick out books for them. And sometimes in their letters, you know, they would say like, oh, I really loved this book and this is what I've been going through. This is how it helped me through it. And it was also fun to like, a lot of times people were looking for books about like certain trades or education purposes. But a lot of times they're just like, yo, I love this fantasy book. Do you have another one like it? Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Really cool. They really are. From both, I don't know, from both, from like what we're doing right now, right? Reaching our current audience to some of our TikTok guests to, you know, the incarcerated. Like we are just seeing how these books expand all times, all ages. That's really neat. Go books. Yeah, go books. Okay, we're going to be giving away, as we've mentioned before, super, super amazing things, including a Kindle, a Kindle Unlimited subscription, Audible subscription, signed paperbacks, amazing stuff. And all you have to do is review this podcast wherever you listen to it. We are now on Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Podbean. You can also listen to it on there. 
yeah, just leave a review and then join our group, the HEA Book Club with Summer O'Toole on Facebook. Share a screenshot that you of your review and you'll be entered to win. That's all you have to do. And we're, like you said, we're giving away things like a Kindle, unlimited subscription, the actual Kindle device. So super stoked to see you all in there. Speaking of signed paperbacks, I also just updated my personal website, summerotool.com, with signed paperbacks. Before this, I was showing Kelsey all of the fun stickers I bought to include with those for free if you order paperback. I'm going to sneak some fun stickers in there, which I had a blast designing, and I can't wait for you guys to see. So you can go to Summer Tool. Oh, hit your hit your website because I was gonna say that I was gonna plug that, but I'm glad that you plugged it. <laughs> so you can find them at summerotool.com/shop, or if you just go to summerotool.com, you'll find it. Awesome! I'm I'm so so glad you brought it up, guys. I was checking out her website earlier today, even without her, and I'm stoked. Like if I didn't already have access to all of her material, and if I didn't already buy it once, like I just I have no need to buy it so many times, but I want to. Let's be honest. You also have a proof copy. Which I, is, I can't beat that. That's the hard thing, It's like right? the one of a kind. I can't beat it. I'm lucky for it. What are our books for next week? Next week, our theme is going to be disability rep. So we're going to be covering two different books. One is that Kelsey's going to be reading is Get a Life, Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. The heroine has a chronic illness. And the book that I'm going to be reading is, surprise, surprise, A Dark Romance. It's going to be by Tilly Cole, and it's It Ain't Me, Babe. And the hero in this one is Death. So I'm super excited for both these. I love Tilly Cole. Her other book, Lord of London Town, had me in a chokehold. When I tell you I was, like, emotionally distraught because that book was over, it's such a good book. So wow. I- love Tilly Cole super excited to read this book all right guys well I think that's it yeah that's it for this week we hope you enjoyed and we'll uh we'll see you in the next all right toodles toodles You know what I realized? I forgot to mention my date with the couple. I was excited about that. I've been on a couple of dates with this couple. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm sure something. Are you really selling it? I'm just, I'm sure something's going to happen. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we're doing something next week, so. I was listening back to our previous episodes and there's every single episode there's a word or two that like we go back and forth and we're like sensuality so <laughs> is that a real word i don't think so i do the same thing to nowadays it's like do you just not know words and i'm like no there's a difference i know many words but i'm comfortable enough with you to go through this struggle and he makes me struggle too which is which is cute he helps but he makes me struggle gabby does that too and she's like what did you say <laughs> yeah. i don't say it and i'm like no what is it and she's like how did, you tell me what what did you just say? Are you quoting right now? <laughs> <laughs>